episode of K-Drama Convos. So today we are giving our full review, lots of spoilers ahead, Yes. of Welcome to Sambalri, which uh, I guess when this goes up would have finished airing uh, like two weeks or so, probably, because we're recording it about a week before we're uploading it. So yeah, about two weeks after this mm-hmm. um, finished airing. Um, and one of the things that got us very interested in this show is that Ji Chung Wook was playing the male lead. Yes. And um, we like his acting yes. a lot. But we've kind of been a bit disappointed with some of the yeah. dramas that he's been in. Yeah, so we've seen um, Ji Chung Wook in dramas that we've like fully finished have been <laughs> Healer, K2... Sound of Magic, and If You Wish Upon Me, which are those four. We also started Melting Me Softly, which got, like, two episodes, like, one episode in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love Struck in the City, we also got, like, one episode in. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and obviously, Welcome to Sam Dalry. Oh, um, we, we never saw that one. Which one? Uh, in the grocery store one. Backstreet Rookie? Backstreet Rookie, we never saw that one. No. Yeah. But, yeah, so... There's a few that we started and didn't even finish, but unfortunately the few that we had started, we really, really enjoyed his acting and his portrayal, but either it was the other characters or the plot or combo, Mm -hmm. just didn't quite, it wasn't our favorite, unfortunately, so we were definitely looking forward to hopefully seeing him in a drama that we liked and spoiler alert we did like it so yeah Yeah, it's nice when the actor doesn't outshine Mm -mm. the entire rest of the show oh gosh no and i think that's one thing that that has happened oh sure Mm -hmm. that like some shows there's like one character that was good yeah one that was rememberable and that's not rememberable memorable (laughs) and that's not this show i think in in a really really um good way mm-hmm. that it more added you know us you know us knowing him as an actor and a name and stuff like that um, it didn't it wasn't the sole reason we watched this show which mm-hmm. every now and then i'll admit we have watched sure. shows of that we've chosen shows sure. for that reason but this one just made me have an extra eye out you know also we had seen the um actress um shin sun in a few things as well mm-hmm. most of it not as main a role but Yes, some mm-hmm. of it, it was. And one thing before we talk <laughs> about the drama. Um, so, a, you know, one of the big character, big you know, group of characters in this show are Hinyo. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that completely wrong. Um, and it, com- by com- literal co- complete coincidence, very recently, uh, probably, I don't know, a few months ago maybe. Like within the past like two, mm. three months. Yeah. I read the book The Island of Sea Woman by Lisa C., um, which is a kind of like a historical fiction um, set mostly on Jeju, focusing on Hinyo um, around during uh, World War II specifically. And it is a, uh, it's a very heavy read. It's very... <laughs> um, Partly because of the situation that they're in, you know, it's before, during, and after the war. It spans quite a bit of time. Um, It's not a... It's a look at what 
the Hinyo special were like, I guess it's in the 40s mm. and, and after, you know, before and after that. Um, and a little bit on modern day as well, but not as much. And it's a very interesting thing, like, um, to learn about some of the history behind it and kind of a kind of a glimpse into what it might have been like to live during that time. Mm-hmm. And and the two main characters are Hanyo. And it was really, really interesting. Uh, I mean, and was it the opening shot of the whole drama was them diving and then coming up? Is that, what, is that the opening and that was either in the opening or the very, very beginning of... Um, and, yeah, in episode one, when she comes up and breaks the surface mm-hmm. and makes that noise. Yes. You're like, oh, that's the noise yes. that makes it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you it learn works. a lot mm-hmm. about it from the book. Yeah, and I think the book does... This is the only book I've ever read that um, focused on Hanyo. There are a lot of um, books. I've also watched a like short documentary about it. There's a lot of different... Um, or read articles about it, different things in it. Um, but later, I think this book did a really good way of, um, describing things, like how in Jeju, especially on, like, the, these smaller towns, how they have those rock walls, there's mm-hmm. a word for them, around each of their properties and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it protects them from the wind, also provides privacy, stuff like that, but is you know, it's, like, almost, like, not a tunnel, but almost-esque, mm-hmm. and how they just would describe that in the book, and then seeing it in real life was just fascinating mm-hmm. or seeing what um, the modern day equipment looks like and um, the kind of just community of Hinyo and how they acted with each other and stuff like that is. So in your book, mm-hmm. the main characters are younger. It depends where you are in the story. It mm-hmm. um, A lot of it is focusing, I'd probably say in their twenties ish, right. but then it does have you could say, quote-unquote, flash forward to, I think it was 2008. Mm. Um, Whereas in the TV show, most of them are older. Yeah, well, I'm saying it flashes forward to when um, one of them is much older. Mm -hmm. um, Can you explain why that most of the women are older in the TV show? Oh, sure. I'm not a professional on this at all. (laughs) I just read a little bit about Mm -hmm. it. Um, that a big thing was after um, the Korean World War II and the Korean War and everything, they had a very big emphasis on um, education, which mm-hmm. makes sense. You know, a lot of people were illiterate and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or, and especially at the time, usually it was only boys that were partly able to go just because you had to pay for their education. Mm-hmm. And I think because they were expanding on that a lot. Um, kids, you know, boy, girl, whatever age, you know, were very, very encouraged to send them to school. And, you know, so them going to school, um, you know, opened up a, and, you know, be, being able to read and stuff mm-hmm. like that opened up a ton of opportunities of more jobs. And so the necessity of having to become a henyo wasn't as prevalent. Mm-hmm. And I think also one thing I've seen through multiple articles, books, even in this show, I think at some point they might have said that they, um, you know, from interviews I've read, was saying how they wouldn't. Um, Henny were saying how they wouldn't want their own daughter to have to do that. Mm. It is a hard life. It is dangerous. Right. Yes, it's fulfilling, fulfilling. But you know, a lot of them were like, I don't want them to have to do that. I want them to live a better life than I did. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know that's why part of the reason that's only part of the reason, maybe not the whole reason that um, 
most of them nowadays are much much older and there's a much smaller population of didn't them. at one point in the in the show um one of the henyo said that they are a cultural oh what was it treasure uh, yes mm-hmm. yeah because they're not young people aren't doing this career anymore right and not just because they're quote unquote di- I don't want to, dying out seems kind of weird but that that is true mm-hmm. and that's not the only reason they're a cultural um yeah what is the treasure treasure um that's not the only reason i think mm-hmm. that's part of the reason but right. they just are you know it's yeah. just kind of thing and um the book um the allergy one came out in 2019 so a few years ago decently recent and the biggest thing I'd say if you do um, read the book, um, read the acknowledgments. Hmm. F- absolutely fascinating reading about this author who um, who's an American author. And she did an insane amount of research. And, um, you know, her telling kind of short stories of the some of the interviews she did and some of the stuff she did while she was in Jeju or even just while she was researching and is really really fascinating because mm-hmm. also you could um you know she has the you know so many stuff that she had used for info you can look up a lot of that mm-hmm. and stuff it's just super fascinating um for sure and a lot of the themes that were very heavily focused on in the book you know community and the one thing they mentioned in the show in particular was like um, could you read it out for me? Because you, you wrote about the breath and, oh, and not sure. being greedy and stuff like that. Um, hold your breath only as long as you can. Don't get greedy and return to the surface to breathe. Mm, yeah. Those weren't obviously said the exact not words exa- yeah. in the book, but those themes as well as community was mm-hmm. a huge aspect. And in the book when they kind of described what the um, – Oh my gosh, I can't believe I don't remember the word. It's been a little bit since I read the book. Um, but their rest area, it begins mm-hmm. with a B. I can't think of what the word is, which um, originally they would be made out of like uh, volcanic rock. Mm-hmm. They have like a fire. The community aspect, they're joking around, yelling this and that. They're very energetic, in your face. And they mentioned how a lot of them have um, hearing loss, mm-hmm. um, if, especially if they're older from the water pressure right. gradually over time. And how, so that's why they're very loud and right. this and that. It makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And then seeing that in the show, no, it's maybe not the perfect representation, whatever, but it's so, it was really, really cool seeing that in person mm-hmm. and how they would joke around each other, but always be there for each other in that whole community aspect. Which it was honestly fascinating, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though they weren't necessarily the main characters. It was just so cool to see certain details um, right. throughout the show that just, yeah, it was so interesting. <laughs> and I would definitely recommend that book, but just go in knowing, like, it is a, like, historical, like, look on a very... It's more of a realistic fiction. Yeah, it's a, it's a realistic fiction that is focused on a very difficult time, mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that was really funny is that one of the main characters in the um book's name is Mija. I was like, whoa, that's like mm. really um I think it's just a total um coincidence, but I was just like how in this show both of them were named Mija. The right. two Mijas is very, very interesting. 
Starting with the show now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll shut up about the book. Um, I don't know. I guess I just, um, to a certain extent, I do love learning about little specific glimpses into history like mm-hmm. that. Is, um, really, really and history and culture. Well, it's well. like reading a book about, for instance, the Civil War. Uh-huh. And then watching mm. the North and South. Sure. And mm-hmm. the things that you write about suddenly come to life. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's, in this one, it's not like I was watching the whole show about them. But, right. you know, but just certain things. It's just so fun to mm-hmm. see. So, um, to the show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> so, one thing they did that was very interesting throughout the series, which it's not like it's original to do, is that they did rely and use, in I think mostly a good way, um, flashbacks a lot. Mm-hmm. They would sometimes open up episodes or do like an epilogue with right. flashbacks of some sort. And I think for the most part, they used them very well, especially showing their um, like middle school, high school, stuff like that, what they, mm-hmm. what their lives were like when they first moved to Seoul, which I guess is like college age and older. Right. Uh, was very interesting, and I think it was a good way of, like, you know, they did sometimes have it throughout the episode, but some of them weren't necessarily related to what was happening in the plot, but they established what these people were really like throughout their mm-hmm. lives. I think yeah. they did a really good job of Yeah, it should, you that. have to, to be able to understand the friendship, especially mm-hmm. between the group of five having those flashbacks was very important super important yeah the only thing the only flashbacks that might have been i found extremely confusing which Mm -hmm. is because they they purposely didn't explain it though till way later in the show Mm -hmm. was that we saw two separate breakups right very confusing yeah and mainly for timeline um because they didn't tell you which one necessarily came first right and stuff that was super confusing but by the end of the show it, it did make sense um but that is something that can be a fine line i think is showing flashbacks and relying on them too much mm-hmm. or doing them in such a way that oh my gosh it's supposed to be mysterious what happened this and that right yes they did use that like for um young pills um the day that his mom died like that was a we saw very partial of that flashback initially i don't think we had the context we just knew there was a storm and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but then um, we got an entire episode. Yes, of mm-hmm. there, and I like the way they did that. They didn't um, continue to give us little pieces yeah. of mm-hmm. it. Uh, they filled in the whole story. Yeah, of mm-hmm. the two mejas. Yeah, and I think that's okay to use flashbacks like that, even mm-hmm. if you are only giving bits and pieces. Sometimes it just is the best way. Right. But there were a few here and there that I'm like, that's like a little confusing but mm-hmm. i think all of them they did explain it by the end of by the, the show end, and yeah. didn't like keep it back too long that it came annoying i guess you could say one of the huge parts of this show and i would say most likely the main parts of this show which might sound really stupid because isn't every show about relationships <laughs> um but i would say this show is about um different types of relationships mm-hmm. i have a few different ones here but um it's just i think they did a super good job of portraying them mm-hmm. in different times in their lives generations right. um you know through different people and even maybe the same relationship but how 
different people, like, you know, like, mother-daughter or something mm-hmm. like that, how different mothers and daughters we got to right, see throughout. Right. It was really, really interesting. And I think they did a good job of developing each one enough. Right. That even though, yes, they probably, the main one was Sam Dalang Young Pil. You could say it was the main one. I don't know if it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still had so many others that they, you didn't, I think they did a good balance of they didn't spend way too much time on one one in particular and mm-hmm. only give a tiny bit of another one. They, I think pretty evenly you were able to see it or see enough right. of it. So one, like I said, is mother-daughters. Um, of multiple generations was, I think, the main thing that yeah. I noticed. Yeah. Because we had um, uh, Young Pills, um, his grandmother was still there. And we saw a little bit of, you know, his grandmother with his mom. Right. A little bit. And what right. her, you know, not so much with, unfortunately, while his mom was still alive, but some of the, um, how it affected his grandmother afterwards. Well, yeah. And how she sat by the sea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. And then yeah. you also had the two Mijas and um, their... Sorry, I guess it wasn't just mother-daughter. Mother-children. Sorry. <laughs> right, better. right, right. Um, um, and their relationship with their kids, you mm-hmm. know, with them growing up especially. And then um, obviously with... Um, shoot, I need her name. Uh, where is it? What's Heidal it? and Hayul, the um, youngest sister. The youngest sister and mm-hmm. her daughter we also got to see. And it was just especially between um, the three sisters' mom and then um, Heidal and Hayul. Was, those were the two especially right. I think they focused on with mm-hmm. at least um, mother-daughter. Was very, very interesting because you have three generations there. Yeah. Um, and so you have... It's a very different relationship between someone who's in her late 20s with, what was she, uh, how old was she? Second grade? Second grader, yeah. yeah. So, like, a seven? Yes. Yeah, seven-year-old. And then, obviously, someone who's, how old did you say their mom is? They probably said it's somewhere in their 60s? Probably early 70s? 60s. Yeah, 60s-ish. Yeah. And with com- grown-up children. It's right. very different. Mm-hmm. Um, relationship. I think one thing they did show is somewhat how, you know, I would say that their mother didn't necessarily change that much throughout the show, but she definitely did in specific aspects. And, mm-hmm. you know, like for so long she was keeping her illness a secret. Right. And then seeing how that affected their relationship when the daughters found out but then immediately the daughters wanted to help with that and be there for her and this and that and protect her Mm -hmm. but i could i understood her perspective in a sense you don't want to hold your kids back because be a burden. Be a, you're a burden to mm-hmm. them and they have to stay and take care of you. Mm-hmm. You they, you want them to go live their right. lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. And, you know, seeing how in some ways I think she somewhat came to terms mm. with, you know, them knowing about her illness and somewhat um, about her condition in general. I think she came a little bit more terms with was really interesting how they were able to show that. Um, but one of the ones I was, you know, and really wanted to talk about was um hey dal and hayol hayol was this actress is amazing by the way i think this is only the second show 
she's been in. And she was, I believe, six or seven at the time of mm. filming, which is super mm, yeah, cool. So yeah. she's playing um, her age. Cutest little girl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and a big one was the same thing where you mentioned how the mom never wanted to um, – the three sisters' mom never wanted to be a burden to them. Exactly. Yeah. But hearing Hayol say she didn't want to be a burden to her mom, just mm-hmm. oh my gosh, just yeah. cut so deep mm-hmm. and showed so much how much they cared for each other in like the same way. Right. And they did a really, really good job, I think, of showing the perspective of a seven year old. Yeah. With uh, yeah. what you know, a seven-year-old is old enough to understand mm-hmm. a lot of what's going on. Like, at one point, some of the Hinyo were looking after Hyle and basically said, oh, she's a little kid. She, you know, she doesn't really know what's going on. But yeah. she is so smart. Yeah. And so observant. And mm-hmm. she listens. Mm-hmm. You know, and she basically... Um, but she still looks at it differently. Yeah. She oh, still looks sure. at things through the lens of a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one of one of the really big ones was the scene where she said how if the sea took her grandmother away, who was going to protect her mom? Right. Was right. just crazy. It was the, an amazing scene. That was such a good scene. And how they had shown her, you know, reading about in her book of how dolphins, you know, they did this where, like, the mother always took care of them. And if um, their mother died, usually a different dolphin would take mm-hmm. you know, help with that. And, you know... They established that already, that she kind of understood that. And then showing her break down and mm-hmm. talk about that. And it is. It's a pretty – it's a very different perspective than I think what any el- anyone else, like, right. thought of. Right. It And it showed um, her – showed her fear for her mm. mother and grandmother. Oh, for sure. A lot of – a lot of the adults um, – they they uh, demonstrated worry. They worried over their mother, mm-hmm. and but this little girl was scared. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the the sea was a scary thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least in you know or a scary thing and what could ha- do what could happen exactly in the sea for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think they did such. A, I just didn't expect that scene. Mm-hmm. It was extremely, I think, extremely well done, and also when she basically admitted to her mom that she kind of you could say in a way blamed herself of why her mom stopped um swimming Swimming. yeah that was extremely Mm -hmm. emotional and that was you know same thing where she didn't want to be a you know she didn't want to be a burden right i know that that theme i think definitely um came up throughout the show Mm -hmm. um yeah and that was just amazing to see how they had to you know how Hayol and her mom had to work through that together, right? And that once she Hayol voiced what she was thinking, how then then they could talk about that and mm-hmm. go through. And I think that's one thing that um, is throughout this show a lot, and especially with um, the parents and children, is that unfortunately communication or lack thereof mm-hmm. can be extremely hurtful right you know and and that no relationship is perfect Mm -hmm. and that you might have made a decision that you thought was the best choice but no one said it's a quote-unquote perfect or the quote-unquote right decision right or something like that Mm -hmm. you know it was a decision and that's just kind of Mm -hmm. what it was it's like having to choose between 
two two negative outcomes mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. nothing's got there's no perfect answer to right. anything but that they can still work through exactly. it even if it wasn't uh, a perfect or good or whatever you want to call it a mm-hmm. decision and how they could still overcome that and work through that and also f- work through it and figure it out together yeah a lot of time like you know how all the sisters after learning about their mother you know Sure, it was a little goofy. They might have been a little over the top. But they really did come together to try and stop and protect their mother. Right. You know, for yep. sure. Yeah. Um, another one is they had multiple um, friendships. Oh, wait. Okay. Before you move on, yes. I want to talk about the relationship between Young Pill and his father. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. And how his father... A lot of it was... His father was so wrapped up in his own grief. Mm-hmm. Um he really didn't communicate with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got to the point where, you know, Young Pill was put in a position because of this of having to choose between his father and Samdal. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you're like, what's he going to, you know, what is he going to do? It's it's an impossible choice. Mm-hmm. And I le- love the way they handled it. He didn't choose between the mm. two. Mm-hmm. He said, no, Dad, I am not giving her up, right. and I am not giving you yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I am going to stick around until you change yeah. your mind, basically. And that was an extremely hard yeah. thing for both of them, Young Pill and um, his father especially. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it, it showed how much he still loved his father. Gosh, yeah. He didn't hate and resent his father. Mm-mm for years and years being like Mm -hmm. this he chose to love his father regardless yes Mm -hmm. and he didn't just choose to love his father i think he also chose he wants to be there for his father even more than he has been Mm -hmm. and um kind of more you could say you know he was always helping and supporting his father but he wanted to do it more actively i guess you could say yeah that was super interesting Mm -hmm. so the one friend was actually the older generation, mm-hmm. which was the two Mijas and also their husbands. Um, it was really, really interesting, especially when we got a flashback to how the two Mijas met mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, became mothers together and stuff yeah. like that. It was really, really interesting. And also um, seeing little glimpses of also the what the fathers were like in, in there mm-hmm. when they were a bit younger. Right. And then... You know, seeing how much, you know, that is very, you know, you could say, quote, unquote, like, found family. That they, you know, they were, they were were family. Right, they became sisters. Oh, 100%. -hmm. And also, um, at one point, you know, we got to see the two dads drinking together. You know, at one point, you know, the first time we saw they were fighting. Mm -hmm. At the end of the show, they were just hanging out, having fun. And I think that's one thing that. You know, we didn't get to see too much in flashbacks, but the two dads were very close. Right. You right. know, and how they were able to rekindle that relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately, it took years. Yeah. But they were able to get there in the end. Because yeah. they had that history together yes. already that they could look back on. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and it was so cool to see them be able to go back to that and remember what that was like Mm -hmm. you know and you know and also remember you know from young pill's father really remember what 
um, the relationship between his wife and um, the other Mija, and like how much, I mean, of course he knew that deep down of how much they meant to each other, but I think coming back to that realization and, and you know, and also realizing how much, you know, hold on, you know, what they're, uh, Komija meant to him as well. Mm-hmm. Just not, you know, it's his wife's best friend. Right. You know, not right. just how much she meant, but how much also her, her family mm-hmm. meant to him. Yeah, because well. when they were children, mm-hmm. they were, the kids were like called the both mm-hmm. mom's mom, and I'm sure they mm-hmm. called both dad's dad too. Mm-hmm. And it, he had a daughter Mm -hmm. all along that you know in his anger and his pain he lost sight of that yeah unfortunately but and that was a a huge thing um was i think one of the (laughs) that's such a cool um scene hold on let me i need to find it what ah found it was when um samdal went to young pil's father and oh, she told, temple. yeah, she mm-hmm. told him that she doesn't resent him, mm-hmm. but it was kind of crazy to see how someone who was so close to her and used to basically call her his daughter mm-hmm. resented her overnight. Right. Um, you know, showed that how close they really are. Yeah. And then it was really amazing to see um, how through her telling him that, and also telling him how she would, you know, always love Young Pill until she died, you know, showed right. him a bit more of his relationship with his wife as right, well when right. they were, you know, younger, mm-hmm. probably closer, if not even younger, than um, Sam Dal and Young Pill were. Right, right. Um, was really, really cool. And then we have the other friends, which was the five childhood friends. So, just so happens at the time, we <laughs> um, had just finished re-watching for, what, the third time? Yeah. Season one of Hustle Playlist, and then we're currently, even while we're recording, we've finished, we're re-watching for, I guess, re-watching for the first time, so this is our mm-hmm. second time watching the second season <clears throat> of Hustle Playlist, which obviously, just so happens it has a friend group of five. five with one female. With one female, yeah. yeah. Um and that's one thing which I think really, really made this show work was the friendship. Yeah, yeah. And I would say Hustle Playlist, you could say that was probably more of the main storyline was the friendship and uh-huh. showing it. This was maybe not necessarily the main, but one of the mains, I would say, um, was so, so interesting. It was really fun seeing, um, you know, these are true childhood friends oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, seeing them um, growing up together and going through different, you know, times of their lives and stuff like that together. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest scenes that really stood out to me was it was after Sambal had recently come back to um, Jeju. And Young Pei mm-hmm. at one point <laughs> um, had basically said, like, yeah. something about um, basically wanting, wishing she had come back sooner. But he said it in such a way that sounded like he was she had failed sooner or something. Right, she got right. really offended. And then um, later on, he apologized to her and basically said, like, why would we ever want you to fail? Right. We've always We're believed. so proud of you. Yes, we've always <laughs> believed in you. Always been so proud that you were the one that was successful. Yep. And seeing him get emotional over that. And I say, I would say, um, 
Gyeong Tae is the one who um, very much um, uh, voiced that mm-hmm. a lot. That he was so mad that he lost contact with his friend yeah. for eight years. Yeah. And that was probably the biggest thing. He was like, I cannot have this happen again. Uh-huh. And that we finally, finally are a group of five again. I can't lose that. Right, right. You know? And also the other friends kind of, you know, obviously agreed to that. It was just so cool. And you kind of see the um, flashbacks to them um, throughout, like, supporting her, either um, watching interviews, reading magazines, setting her flowers, like, all the different things. And it wasn't just him from Jeju. Mm-hmm. He had been a part of their group in Seoul oh, as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And where I'm they saying, got together. I'm and, saying they showed all of them. Yes. Um, all of the friend group supporting her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was just so cool to see that um, relationship between all of them. And it brought a lot of different emotions. Like the, like the ones where at one point towards being Samdal broke down because asking why are none of you asking if right. it was the truth or not mm-hmm. um and how I think at least young pill might have said it that he never asked because he never believed it was true exactly I think yeah. and that's actually literally what uh-huh. I had said when we were talking about yeah, that scene. that's why they didn't ask mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and that they really did truly always believe in her and also believe you know and supported each other not just her and we're always there for each other it's yeah. just it's so cool and i think um one thing that i absolutely love seeing in shows is friendships it, it like this mm-hmm. is so cool yeah. it and it's rare it's rare in yeah. real life that you have a friendship that deep yeah and this one i think is partly because of where they grew up was a huge part yeah, of why yeah. because they literally grew up together and that's where majority of them also still live mm-hmm. i had a big you know thing to do with it um i only have a few more <laughs> this is probably one of the main things i want to talk about though right um the hanyo so i already talked about this a little bit because right. talking about the book but seeing the community of the Hanyo and how much, you know, these these are sisters right here mm-hmm. was so fun yeah, and so cool. Because a lot of the time, not all the time, but some of the time they use the Hanyo kind of like the kind of more comedic, gossipy mm-hmm. type thing. Which, you know, in this small town, there's going to be gossip, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. unfortunately. Everybody knows everybody's business. But it just kind of, you know. That's the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> of it would spread well between the henyo mm-hmm. but also seeing the side of them that was um you know even if they were just joking around about something else mm-hmm. or also just seeing how much they were there for each other and also there for each other's families oh yeah as well yeah. and you know they weren't just there for each other obviously they mm-hmm. were you know how you know they would always keep like their gate open and they're like just their house you know just unlock and stuff and how multiple times in the show like one of them ran into the house like you know this this or that you don't you they don't go up and knock on the front door no you just just yell and come in and i love that and like seeing them eat together and like you know some would bring like this food or that food and um just seeing that and how they would look out for each other while they were diving or you know and they really, you know, respected the um, uh, the leader of their group and stuff right. like that. It was really, mm-hmm. really cool um, to see that portrayed. And um, uh, I'd love to see another show that – I think there was one – I could be wrong. I saw an article about it when, after I had read um, 
the island of sea women woman women women woman women 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 sorry i always like say it quickly so i just like mess it up um i think there was talks about being a show that was specifically about um Hinyo. Huh. but obviously it would have to be set on jeju so like uh-huh. it's not i don't need a carbon copy of this show that has right. Hinyo in it or need i don't need another show to have Hinyo. but it was just really um, very interesting thing but taking taking a group of people um that's actually a very small group of people mm. in the overall mm-hmm, mm-hmm. country and kind of exploring them a little bit yeah. makes mm-hmm. it really interesting. Yeah, and I think that's also something that can be very difficult mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, you know, because it can be hard because you still it's still a drama. This is for entertainment. Right. You know, usually, unless it's like, you know, more of a speaking about a certain issue or something but this is for entertainment Mm -hmm. and but i think um they kept a decent balance between the more maybe comedic side or stuff like that with the they had certain scenes that were pretty over the top or yeah them on their four wheelers dude it was kind of epic though (laughs) and then all you know i think they did decent time keeping the balance between those more dramatic drama-esque scenes Uh And more of just, you know, their everyday lives of just sitting, chatting, joking around. I think yeah. they, they did that nicely. Mm, they did, you know? yeah. And it's just such a cool kind of glimpse into what that is kind of like in modern day, um, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we kind of talked about this a little bit, was just family in general, be it biological or not. You can call it community. Or community, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's... You know, in this kind of small town, it's everyone knows everybody, which right. can be a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But it was cool seeing the good side of it, like how uh, when the reporters yeah. were in San Belri and how they, like, literally someone on a wild goose chase, like, protecting uh-huh. her whole yeah. family. And what's interesting is they didn't, like, for instance, when they started giving the reporters the wrong directions, it wasn't like everybody on the island agreed to do it. They all just knew. Mm-hmm. Well, the this Hinyu, is bad. Well, the kind of did. Well, they did, but yeah. they all knew this is bad for Samdal, mm-hmm. so we'll and redirect her family. them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were protected. Yeah, them. or um, when uh, Young Pills, I guess it's his mother-in-law, went missing, oh, and how yeah. all of them uh-huh. started looking for her, yeah. and this and that really showed the community and family mm-hmm. of the small town. And you kind of had, you know, little other, you know, not with the. Henyo and Hayol, like the little girl, they looked after her, mm-hmm. and um, also with them and the whole, f- you know, Samdal's whole family, um, and you know, or the two families, Young Pills and Samdal's family. Like there are so many little um, connections between a lot of families, yeah, which is yeah. really really cool. So then, one of probably the main <laughs> relationships in the show is the romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, so. They had multiple, obviously, some that were already established and some that were mm-hmm. developing, obviously. Right. Um, which was really interesting. Like, you know, they showed, like, a very different one was probably Young Pills, his father's um, re- re- um, relationship with their mother and how they, um, sorry, Young Pills' mother and how his wife and how they had shown, you know, how... They were such a solid couple, mm-hmm. especially, and they kind of showed that somewhat briefly. Um, how much young uh, young Pill's father really loved his wife, and, and he was uh, 
That was so cute. The way he uh, uh-huh. basically is like, well, I'll just wait till you love yes. me. You know, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very innocent. Yeah. Very genuine. Mm-hmm. For sure. We got kind of a glimpse into that. And then also, obviously, some down Young Pill. Um, we got to see them especially. Mm-hmm. And they did a very interesting um, thing with their relationship, I would say. <laughs> A huge part of this show was basically Young Pill running literally yeah. after Sumdao. Yeah. That's a big thing that they did was um, actually bad communication would be probably one of the biggest ones. Mm. And um, I kind of talked about this earlier with the parent and children like relationship is that, uh-huh. you know, hiding things from people or only telling them certain details yeah. or this and that can sometimes be very, very hurtful. Oh, yeah. You know, even if... It can be disastrous. Yes, even if they were going it from the perspective of I'm trying to protect them. hmm You know, that can be um, a very slippery slope. And they definitely mm-hmm. showed that with some Young Pill. Yeah. Whereas on the flip side, mm-hmm. when... Uh, Samdal said to Young Pill, we can't do this, we can't date, because I can't make you choose me mm-hmm. over your father. That was an example of good communication. Yes. She mm-hmm. didn't just say, I need to break up with you. Mm-hmm. Like they did when Which they, they did. were mm-hmm. young. Well. College age. What are they? What are they in this? Almost, are they almost 40? Yes. So they would have been... Like thirty, they weren't that young. They broke up eight years ago. In the oh, it was only eight years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, anyway, whatever. The contrast between yeah. that breakup and this breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't pretend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That she doesn't love him and, anymore. And She's thing, completely truthful with yeah. him. Yeah. And I don't think, if I remember correctly, and she didn't tell him right away. I think he had to kind of confront her a little bit of why she said that. Um. But it's something that I think is somewhat gradual throughout mm-hmm. the show. And unfortunately, yeah. in the beginning, Samval basically has to be cornered to yeah. admit her feelings. But once they, I think, slowly get to see how the other person still cares for them, um, then they are able actually, especially once they, right before or once they start dating, actually have good communication well they show that with some doll and her mother too oh definitely because when she first comes she doesn't even admit why she's there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. then you know towards the end they're they will openly talk about yes. how they feel about her diving etc mm-hmm. etc et and so yeah. their communication improves yeah. as well it's still not perfect no it's a thing that i think they do human. a good job yeah exactly <laughs> And, you know, like, there are multiple, there are multiple confessions in this show mm. who are really hard-hitting, mm-hmm. man. Like, yeah, like, the one where um, Samdal actually said more than once to Young Pill, basically, you're the only one I'm ever going right. to love. Right, And she said that once in the sense of, you're the only one I'm ever going to love, but we can't be together. Mm-hmm. So I will keep loving you, but that's all I, I, I right. you know, I can't take you from your father. Mm-hmm. And then later, I think she kind of repeats the same thing when they decide to actually work through that and over on um, the obstacles together, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, Young Pill had also, like, confessed that, you know, like, similar thing to her. And those were really interesting to see. Oh, And yeah. then how... You know, Samdal had sat 
you know, Jung Pildam and confronted him about um, going to Switzerland and how he had gotten in. And that, unfortunately, you know, again, it's not perfect. He hadn't told her right, that right. and had hid that from her. But thankfully, mm-hmm. she'd found out and sat down and had a conversation exactly. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And sure, I would say in the beginning of a show, it was very much a, a drama-esque type of thing where he would always run after her, mm-hmm. you know. And in real life, that might not work quite as well. Well, what's interesting is that they actually brought that up at his job. And he got um, punished for it because oh, he, he left work? left work multiple mm-hmm. times. Well, no, it was just for one actually. That he, no, I think it was like it was, the third no, time it was only, or something. It was when um, the mom had the accident. That is the one in particular that oh, they in were. Particular. Um, I think punishing yeah. him for. But in other words, you can't just run around and do whatever you want. Right, of course. You know, yeah, and a lot of them were. Quite a few of them were at night, so it kind of made sense. But, I mean, yes, it's a very dramatized version of it. Yes. But we do get to see kind of, thankfully, how they gradually change. Because I'll admit, in the beginning of the show, even I was starting to be like, okay. I mean, I get it where they broke up and there's that barrier and this and that with communication. But I'm like, I was a little bit starting to get tired of how often it was just frustrating walking away and him running after yes Mm -hmm. but thankfully didn't go on to didn't go it slightly changed throughout the show for sure yeah and speaking of some down young pill Mm -hmm. um this was a fun twist on the friends to lovers like trope um so your typical trope is that you see the friends to lovers we actually didn't initially see that because they had already mm. been friends to lovers that right. we had seen. We, we saw flashbacks of Flashbacks, them yeah. Um, but then they broke up for eight years. Ugly breakup, terrible breakup. Yeah. And then eventually got back together. That was a really interesting thing because, you know, these are two people that know so much about each other, not just because of them dating, mainly because of them just literally growing up right. together. Um, it was really interesting. And um, what was it? Uh, oh, I think it was Sundao who basically said um, an ex is worse than a stranger, like if you're trying to date, because mm. you'll never forget how you broke up. It was something like that. And that that... And I have his quote. Thank you. Go ahead. Even if we remember why we broke up, we can overcome it. Yeah, and that was a huge, huge... And I think part of the reason they can overcome it is because of the relationship they had before they were dating. Oh, definitely. And that was a huge thing, um, you know, watching them be able to overcome it. And it was not easy. This took them, probably you could say, you know, over a decade Mm -hmm. to get over it. Because there was eight years... That they were broken up, but they were dating before that, mm-hmm. and I don't think Young Pill's father even had agreed to it then or approved of it, right? You know, and um, so it was kind of fun seeing that friends to lovers, but they had actually broken up before. And I know mm-hmm. other shows have definitely done that, but I don't think sure. I've seen one in particular. Um, that was really really interesting to see, and you know, and it was messy. Mm. It was complicated, very roundabout at times and that's um i think very realistic mainly because of how many people it did affect and involve and stuff like that because yes Mm -hmm. it was about them 
but it wasn't all about them. It had a lot to do with their families. Mm-hmm. Another realistic relationship that they did was the quote-unquote love triangle. Mm. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. And how like, um, mm-hmm. the two guys didn't suddenly make it a competition mm-hmm. and fight against each other mm-hmm. for loving the same girl. Yeah. And they're like... Who am I to tell you your feelings are wrong? Mm -hmm. Your feelings are your feelings. You know, you do what you can do Mm -hmm. and I'll do what I can do. And And I liked how they even, yeah, they had a lot of, they had multiple conversations between Young Pill and Song Do specifically. Uh Um, And I even like how they showed how, I think it was Young Pill who told Song Do, like, you know, basically what you just said, I can't do anything about your feelings. I'm going to blame you for it. But that doesn't necessarily make it any easier Well, then it showed how uncomfortable they were with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Which made sense. Yeah. And I liked that they they showed those conversations between Mm -hmm. the two. It was really interesting. And they really just um, slowed down, I think, in those moments sometimes. Because some of the shows, like, a lot was happening. One person was running away or Mm. this was happening. But... Every now and then they would just slow down. And they would meet at the playground and <laughs> just loved, sit with their, co- with their vending yeah. machine coffee. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. And also I think a somewhat realistic side to a love triangle is how Songdo never actually confessed. Right. Absolutely. And, yeah. Yes. And that unfortunately he did end up in a one-sided love just over forever. You know, that's kind mm. of... And that was an end he knew by the end of the show that was never going right. to change. And, yes, I, you know, I did feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just, you could tell by the whole show that there was no one else no. for Sondal. She never had anyone else in her heart, ever. No. Mm-mm. And she even admitted She even that says that, yeah. Straight <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah, I tried. Oh. Forget you. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And... And yeah, there wasn't maybe a tiny bit from Sungo when he was trying to find like the location she'd take, taken photos in. Um, there, but there wasn't much of a quote unquote yeah fight over the right. girl. Not really. Yeah. I think that was much more realistic. Mm-hmm. And I think also having a love triangle in a um, friendship like that is mm-hmm. a, a friend group. It's much more likely because you've both known each other. Exactly. All of them have known each other for yes. so long. Yeah. A the a huge huge theme in this show is loss mm. and grief. Yeah, and how that affects um, different people. Yep, and um, yeah, and watching how especially it affected um, Young Pill's father was mm-hmm. a huge, um, uh, you know, plot point. Mm-hmm. driver or whatever you see but also just a huge thing to to watch yeah how and you know in his you know head mm-hmm. he at one point said i'm the only one who still remembers her was you know and how unfortunately how much that mindset was hurting him yeah. and everyone around him but honestly i think it was especially hurting him and holding him back well, I think actually processing what had happened, not getting over it, but getting through it maybe with the people around him that it also affected. But I can see why from his point yes. of view, 
if he's not in pain anymore, mm-hmm. he got over he, yeah, his yeah. wife. Which, yeah. And he for, that means he forgot, forgot her. Yeah. I completely mm-hmm. understand that. I think it had been about 20 years, I, I think. Yeah. In, the, in Where we were in the show since right. the um, accident had happened. And, you know, like, the, I totally agree. I can completely understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they do show that he does it very extreme with her right. family and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah, that was so really hard to watch at times but you know it was a very self selfish self-centered mm-hmm. grief yeah um which is because he knew really in yeah. his head he did know. he knew how much that was hurting his wife's best friend yeah i mean mm-hmm. he he knew that he knew obviously that. but yeah i think but he it, was in such pain he was in such pain that it kind of clouded you yeah. could say in a way and unfortunately stat stuck with him for so long and Mm -hmm. also when you know he got i think worked through it a bit more by the end of the show Mm -hmm. it is true that you never get over it that's not how that works right um and i think that's very important to realize in the show no nothing was magically fixed right it was he changed his perspective on it Uh And I yeah. think it was a gradual thing because oh, when most definitely. Young Pill started basically confronting him, making his father uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and also Sandal's mother also started doing that, and Sandal said something, and, you know, some more forceful than others. I think even potentially before they had started doing that, there was a little part of him that did see mm-hmm. how it was affecting other people already. I think he did see that, but just didn't admit it fully. Mm-hmm. And that we got to see that last jump of actually seeing it. When Mija, at one point, um, mm-hmm. she fell That's apart. Such a good scene. Yeah. And talked about how much she missed her friend Mm -hmm. the look on his face oh my word yeah was it was almost like utter shock Mm -hmm. that how could anybody still be hurting as much as i'm hurting yeah Mm -hmm. i think it was shock and realization as well that he also wasn't alone yeah in his hurting especially you know and you know when he had yelled at young pill for basically like you know, how could you be friends with them? They killed your own mother. And, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that unfortunately was such a bad mindset to be in them, mm-hmm. you know, that it was an accident. And there's no other, you know, and Mija did, Komija, she did blame herself for it. Yeah. And did blame yeah. herself for basically, you know, killing her. And But that's what a lot of people do. You, you, you something horrible happens mm-hmm. and you look for somebody to blame. Yeah. There's got to be a blame somewhere. For sure. And I think that is something that is so hard to, especially when you're, obviously your emotions are so high. Mm-hmm. It is hard to not do. Very right. difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is what he did. And But thankfully, we got to see him um, work through that a yeah. lot more mm-hmm. and confront it as well. Not just And like you said, we it was so gradual. It was bit by bit he i think a lot of it he we, heard what his son said he heard what mm-hmm. mija said he heard what sam Dahl said mm-hmm. and it was only because of 
putting all those little things yeah building all of those things up one on top of the other and i think even some of it we didn't necessarily see Mm -hmm. like you know with the time that we saw glimpses of what he was like to their family um when the accident had happened more recent like right after it Mm -hmm. had happened um but i think within those 20 years there also might have been moments where he kind of realized something but then went back to what he was right because me john never stopped trying Mm -hmm. even if it was um trying in a quiet way i guess you could say yeah but yeah for sure and that was a huge thing and also there's that ah. in a quiet way oh Mm -hmm. uh what is that love but do it in silence oh yeah Mm -hmm. that's you can see that in both young pill and mija oh for sure that that it's something that they did yeah mm-hmm. and that i think yeah very you're true. not doing it for a return no you're doing it for the other person oh definitely i think it's a huge thing with um yeah some don's mother um is that she totally did that mm-hmm. and to see that i don't f- yes she was mad at at young pill's father i think that is accurate to say mm-hmm. but i think she was more mad at what he had done to himself Yes. And not actually what he'd done to her. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe she had a little bit of resentment there, but most of it was, you know, also just being, like, anger that I think he, not that he didn't honor his wife still, because obviously I think he still did, mm. but the he didn't, how do you, how do you put this? Unfortunately, with how he, was yeah so is it what do you call it we call it look inside introspective i don't whatever i don't know whatever um but yeah how he pushed everyone just away like i think she was Mm. mad at him doing that but Uh, you know mm -hmm. um i don't think but she had such an interesting perspective of never necessarily hating him yeah you know you you, she basically said you never have to forgive me Mm -hmm. you can keep hating me Mm -hmm. but don't take it out on the children yeah Mm -hmm. especially because you know they weren't involved Mm -hmm. i mean it is somewhat it it is true that you know mija was the only one there at the time so she in her head, she's like, I get why he blames me. Yeah. But why blame them? They have nothing to do right. with it. You right. Know? She accepted the fact that she's like, it, it, it was my fault. Well, not It t- wasn't her fault. Wasn't but her she fault. accepted that blame. Sure. She accepted the blame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, we also saw a lot how the, you know, that loss and grief affected, you know, the, the relationship between Young Pill and his father and also affected me jaw and even affected you know some doubt some doubt's whole family and their mm-hmm. whole relationship with young pills family like you know and also affected um all of the hinyo and not necessarily just the loss of um young pills mom but they mentioned at one point basically how every single hinyo Either they mm. had lost someone or right. they knew someone who lost someone. Mm-hmm. And that, you yeah. know, did, but they still, you know, kept going. Mm-hmm. But I think that... It was the reality of yes. that type, that life. Lifestyle, yeah. yeah. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's one thing to you have to remember that even though the show concluded with a happy ending, mm-hmm. that their grief and the loss isn't doesn't go away. Right. But it might have mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. Um, which is well, f- it does. If you are trying to deal with grief, one hundred percent inside internally mm-hmm. on your own, mm-hmm. you can't. You're yeah. going to be miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you share your grief mm-hmm. with others who, who can grieve along with mm-hmm. you, it makes a world of yeah, difference. Yeah, for sure. And that, you know, they'll always carry that with them. Right. But they are still able to carry on with yeah. their own lives. But yeah. now going forward, what he can do that he was never able to do is he can have people that can look back to the happy mm-hmm. times, to the yeah. times when his wife was alive. Yeah, because... And remember that. Yeah, exactly, because he basically said, I'm the only one who remembers her. Right. But, you know, of course it's not true, but now he can be around other people who do remember her. Exactly. And remember her with him, mm-hmm. I think, is a huge part of that, for sure. Right. So one of the things I absolutely love how that they did with the show was Samdal rediscovering Jeju and the mm-hmm. Samdalri specifically um, community. Mm-hmm. Um, I had called this, gosh, a few episodes oh, into the, the photography show. contest. Oh, not the contest, no, no, no. I called literally a few episodes into the show when they had not touched that she was going to do this contest uh-huh. at all. I basically said, like, an offhand comment of, I'd love to see Samdal doing nature photography of Jeju and rediscovering her homeland. Mm-hmm. Hom- homeland. Hometown. <laughs> sorry. Because um, one thing they highlighted throughout the show was Samdal's dream was always to leave Jeju. Right. While Young Pills definitely, at, at least, not always, was he did want to stay. Like, right. as a little kid, they, they mm-hmm. had that a lot. Um, and, you know, she was basically forced to come back to Jeju. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and seeing, I think in some ways she resented that she had to come back yeah, and resented the town a first. little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but seeing her work through that. And then once they got to the um, gallery or ex- ex- exhibition, exhibition. Um, was super fascinating. I absolutely loved the theme. Yeah. yeah. Such, such a, it was, what was it? My, my people and weather or something like that my, yeah my weather my people or something like that yeah, Sorry, yeah i don't i didn't write down the exact yeah tale. actually whoever did the photography mm-hmm. for those was such an interesting idea with overlaying yeah. the images it was really cool and they were beautiful photos i mm-hmm. mean i honestly wish i could go to that gallery i mean yes they are characters and you know sure it's such an interesting um theme and idea Mm -hmm. and it fit the show perfectly yeah um and And it it really showed how much of an artist mm -hmm. she was yeah she didn't just take Mm -hmm. pictures of clouds or mm-hmm. lightning or rainbow which can be really really which can cool. be really cool yeah. but 
because of the way she did it, it meant so much more. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that was just a really, really cool concept for mm-hmm. a gallery and, you know, a really cool theme to do. And yeah. seeing her doing this passion that she loves again was really fun. Was mm-hmm. it, you could maybe say it was predictable that she was going to get back into photography, but I don't think that's a bad thing that that was predictable. And I think they did do it in a way that I wasn't quite how I pictured it. Even. But that's one of the themes, too, mm. is your dreams. Yes. Her dream was to get into photography, and her dream got smashed, but she didn't give up her dream. Right. She, she changed She changed it, it and mm-hmm. she could still pursue it. She went back to Seoul and pursued, continued mm-hmm. to pursue her dream. Right. Jeju became the place she could go and breathe. If she needed to. Which is a really cool Which how they worded concept. that at the end of the show. It was really, really neat. Yeah. yeah. But so she wouldn't, she would still live in Seoul. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I, I like I like that she didn't suddenly love it Jeju took, took and long, want to spend all her time, time there. Because that would have been a huge 180 in character yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. But it did... She learned to appreciate it. Oh, for sure. And that, that was a very gradual thing mm-hmm. for her. I think they did well. And one thing I think was very fun was the um, them highlighting... It was one song in particular of uh, Cho Young-pil, the, the artist mm. um, uh, song. It was really, really fun. And then they also, you know, kind of highlighted him as an artist and how they used um, his original song, cover of it, instrumental, like, mm-hmm. throughout the show. I think it was really, really interesting how you kind of pick it out here. And yeah, there. yeah. It was very fun. They used it, um, throughout the whole show. And, um, I do want to say a few things with this show that might not be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say some were, some scenes with the Hanyo, um, they were quite repetitive sometimes, which I think was okay. But Sorry. I was going to say, that was what their life was no, like. No, no, no. It was extremely That's what repetitive. I said, which I think was totally fine. Yeah. I mean, specifically their gossipy scenes, stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I think that was fine. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it did add a different perspective or added a initial, like, um, like you know, maybe um, some doll's mom found something out through them, which I think led... they used it. It was Decently. repeated, but just enough. Yeah. Not too mm-hmm, much. For sure. And I think they did a very good job of having the people in Samdalri normal people. Yes. Um, that's unfortunately yes. something that has been, it's very odd that you'll see in, um, I'm just going to specifically, you know, like these are just the shows that we've personally seen mm-hmm. and not all of them, some more, some less, right. with small, specifically Korean dramas that kind of focus on a small town. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have a few or a group, it depends on the show, of very, very weird characters. Now, you can mm-hmm. have kind of different or weird to a certain extent. Right. Because, yeah, they are kind of quote-unquote country bumpkin type people, sure. something like that. 
but sometimes it's to the point that they are such a caricature right they don't feel like a real person mm -hmm. anymore and they're extremely over exaggerated that it very much takes away right it turns into a stereotype Mm. rather than a person yeah Mm -hmm. and you know i'm not saying that they didn't sometimes make it dramatic or over the top because they had multiple scenes that was like that i think they did a good job not having too many yeah and stuff like that um, and then the <laughs> huge storyline we actually never touched on was um, Sumbao's former assistant, the one who had, you know, caused the whole controversy. Oh, yeah, thing. there's the drama drama. There's the, yeah. Of that course, thing. that's the whole reason she Right, wound they up. needed that. Um, that was, like, a really odd character to um, watch mm-hmm. because we only did, I mean, we kind of knew her. We didn't know her uh, perspective right away. We knew it later that she had straight up lied. Right. And admitted that she had lied. Yeah. And that's something that is a little unfortunate with the show. I think it's okay that they did it, but we didn't... It's a very hard thing to do when you have a show that has the quote-unquote bad guy, because you could say that's quote-unquote what she was in the show, mm-hmm. and it's hard to resolve their storyline in not a, oh my gosh, they overcame their bad ways. <laughs> Very cheesy. Um, they unfortunately really didn't wrap up her storyline too much. I think she just failed. Right. In the end, she failed at becoming a photographer. Well, no, she failed at being Sandal. I think yes. that's what her yes. thing was. Uh-huh. And like I said, I don't think it's a, I don't think the show wrapped her up in a bad way. We just really didn't see much Mm -hmm. i will say i'm glad that her in particular she wasn't there uh too much throughout the entire show a little bit in the middle there um she wasn't as much of a main character which i think Mm -hmm. was a good idea because you know before the reporters came all of them like came to jg like before that um they had you know because the media was somewhat quieting down about the whole controversy and um, stuff like that. Like, I think if the whole show was about her and that, not about her, but about her, what she'd done, it would have gotten old. Oh, I for don't sure. know that I would have enjoyed the no. show. But they, I think constant. they used it in a good way if that was the catalyst of mm-hmm. what, you know, caused. Right. And they, it, they sure. pretty much stuck with, like, her character didn't really change. No. Her Mm-mm. character literally pretended to take her own life. Well, not pretend. She did jump. Well. That is true. But she, her, she faked She her, faked the reasoning, the reasoning behind and it. Stuff like that, yeah. And Which, then piled on top oh, of that gosh. other things. And, and then we find out that she's been doing stuff to illegally mm-hmm. get money. And mm-hmm. so she was... As much as we didn't like her, she was a very consistent character. Oh, definitely. But you weren't um, necessarily supposed to quote-unquote like her no, character. No, no. Mm-hmm. I think that she did, the actress did do a very good job of portraying her character. That she, you know, kind of towards the end had a very short fuse. Yeah. Very angry at stuff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, made sense for her character. And then everyone began to turn. Yeah. Away mm-hmm, from her sure. because they realized that she was a fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing would be at the, especially the first quarter, I'd say, of the show. The three sisters, when they had first gone back to Jeju, were extremely 
extremely annoying. Yeah, all they did they, was drink. Well, no. I wasn't really the drinking. It was the, all they did was wine, drink, and, and wine, drink, and, and wine, do and nothing. do nothing. It was actually really, really annoying at yeah. first. Um, thankfully, they got past that bit. They still whined a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was um, much better. That was very annoying, and yeah. I was really, I was like, I really hope they don't keep this up because it yeah. got annoying and boring. And I, I was feeling bad for the parents because mm-hmm. as a parent, your child comes back be- because basically their life just blew up. Right. You're not going to turn them out of your oh, house. No. sure. But you have to sit back and watch them drink and laze around right. and complain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I understand in some ways why they were doing that. They felt very lost. They, they did. Had nothing else to do. Yeah. Somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did get a little bit better with that. You know, help out around the house, this or that and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mind you, they still complain about it. Yes. But it was mm-hmm. definitely got better. But yeah. that was one thing that I wish they had just done less of. Mm-hmm. It didn't really help. It didn't help develop their characters at all. Right. Especially the oldest and youngest sister didn't help them at all Mm -hmm. because it was in the moments that they weren't doing that or they were doing it to stop their mom from diving like they were like you know doing it for not a not wanting to play for a good reason but they were doing they had a purpose they were Uh you know being bold about um you know that you actually had to learn like you know when they are like less crazy you got to learn about Uh them yeah yeah yeah, and then also, like, the storyline with the oldest sister and her ex-husband, it was okay, you know? Mm-hmm. He was a super strange character. Um, his secretary was hilarious. I loved him. Um, he was a very odd character. I think they still used it, you know, used him well, and his storyline with, you know, um, the oldest sister was interesting, it was okay. Yeah. It was probably one of my least favorite, but I don't think it was necessarily bad. But it did get obviously got less um, screen time, probably because he didn't he wasn't in the story since episode one. Mm-hmm. It was okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so in the end, you want to like that. I do. I want to emphasize this is not a perfect show, and we've mentioned They're rare, rare, and rare. We've met, well, no, I don't think there's any perfect show um i think even with shows we really really love you can always what okay no tell me what you just mouth as a hospital playlist no i could no i could you can pick out some things oh yeah i could pick out some things partly because i've seen it some of the filler episodes uh not episodes or scenes filler scenes i think there are a few moments or storylines that are but they're much more minor I think there are a few things that either I personally find annoying or I find were extremely unnecessary or too dragged out. Mm. But they are extremely minor in House of I find, I think that was one of the shows that was pretty close. House of Playlist? Yes. yes. But that also was something that we, in particular, really liked it. Right. I understand if, if it just wasn't your cup of tea, mm-hmm. that's, that's totally fine. Like, I'm like, you know... So, in other words, this show wasn't perfect. No. But we did Mm -hmm. enjoy it a lot. Yes. We did. And I would definitely um, recommend it. Yeah. For sure. 
I think they did, you know, like a huge thing we talked about was the different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. And they did an amazing job yeah. of that. And it was very enjoyable. And they also had a few really good songs that I uh, quite liked. Especially um, one or two of the ballads mm-hmm. that they used mm-hmm. in this show. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, overall, really enjoyed it. Had a very good time. I'd say the first few episodes we were a little unsure. Yeah. But then once they really started establishing once they had established the characters a lot honestly like once they started really establishing the friend group mm, that's when it mm-hmm. got really yeah, yeah it got really good yeah. and probably when they were also in jeju because i think about a decent amount they were in seoul here mm, and there mm-hmm. um, in the first episode at least yeah so yeah <laughs> and um we also had a quite a quite a few actors and actresses randomly throughout that we knew which was which was it's always fun yeah um to see people be like oh my gosh what have we seen them in before oh my word look at <laughs> we literally do that the first i'd say one and two, two episodes, episodes of a show we, we constantly stop the video we constantly and, pause it to yeah. look feel, which is always i i find always extremely enjoyable to see a face you recognize and mm-hmm. stuff like that so we hope you guys enjoyed listening we'll see you all next time